T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, you heard what Jay Gruden had to say. You're for him the rest of the way. He'd stay with four coming up this week. It's the guy that's gotten you there, certainly in the way you've been playing. But can you keep playing that way and expect to win? Because right now you have no choice. you got to win. Until the other teams lose around you, you have to win. And there is a team that is coming in their rearview mirror here with a guy named Rodgers playing quarterback, who all of a sudden looks like they're finding themselves a little bit. And what they did to Tua in the final three possessions that game yesterday, you know, tip of the cap to Joe Brady and that defense. I mean, the Packers are speeding forward here in a sea of mediocrity right now for those final two spots in the NFC. Right now, you have... Six teams that are legitimate contenders for two spots. And Washington controls the throttle, though, on those spots. They win, they are in. It's that simple. But is it going to be that simple for Washington going forward with Cleveland, another team that is scoring challenged, coming up this week? 301-230-0980. Let's get your thoughts on it here. Ironically enough, Chris, I thought the Browns were better before Watson than they are with Watson right now, and maybe that's just the fact of a guy that hasn't played a ton of football uh, for them uh, here mm-hmm. of late. That's got that's got to be it. I mean, they scored I've fifty more points though than Washington. So overall, I mean, overall on the year, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, but to your point, I mean, that was a team that had an identity: run the ball, smash in the mouth, go downhill. And when you bring in a guy like Deshaun Watson, you're expecting the passing game to elevate so that you have the balance, so that you're not one-dimensional. And to your point, and again, I haven't watched them closely yet. I'm hoping to get to some, you know, video uh, of them, um, you know, uh, later on today. But what I've seen is is a guy who hasn't played in almost two years, and that's the one thing I kept harping on. Um, and what I was worried about, quite honestly, with the commanders being like, what, game four? four for him was they weren't going to be able to take advantage per se of his rustiness but here we are and he's not really showing any signs now some of that has been weather related some of that has been yeah they have had a couple related. of tough yeah they've had a right. tough couple of a tough couple of 
weather games. However, I would there to me there's there's a little risk and reward coming up with them. They've been eliminated. They can't they can't go to the postseason. They have been eliminated. But it's also it also means that this is a team that could make non-conventional decisions this week in terms of going for it on fourth down in places that they might not traditionally do that. So that that in some ways becomes an even more dangerous team this week, a team that has no responsibilities now. So they could do a lot of uh, different non-traditional things here that you know puts you in a spot uh, from a competitive standpoint this week that you have to be prepared for uh, as far as I'm concerned uh, in this game coming up this week. And I think that's what, you know, it, it's also the scenario that if you get them down early, maybe, you know, maybe they go flat a little bit, which would be important, I think, for Washington to start fast in this game and do that. Because to me, that's the that's the most important thing. Washington should play with an incredible sense of urgency with so much to play for because Cleveland has absolutely right. none to play right. for this week other than professional pride. I mean, I think you saw a sense of urgency in Carson Wentz, right, on Saturday when he gets his opportunity finally. He comes in, you know, that uh, right away under siege. He has that, you know, he, he's, he's about to get sacked. You're like, oh, no, here we go again. And he, like, flips – the ball out. Uh, I forget who caught it uh, on the little flip. Uh, flip pass. Jamal or uh, Williams, the running oh, back. Oh, right, right. Uh, you, you, yeah, my guy. Uh, uh, what the hell is his first name? <laughs> my guy. Uh, um, uh, gosh, <laughs> why am I blanking on his first name? Oh my gosh, forty-one. Uh, I, I know exactly. I know exactly who you're talking about. And I, I'm forgetting his first name, but you're, you're right. Uh, and, and then uh, just a, I mean, a couple of darts on that drive. And then just a perfect seven route seed uh, to Curtis Samuel. I, I mean, you couldn't place that touchdown pass any better than Carson Wentz did against that coverage from twenty. But then right away you see some of the the you know the issues with a Carson Wentz. Not that Taylor Heineke never got sacked. Of course he did. That's part of the reason why he's now benched. Is uh, Wentz immediately under pressure on the two point conversion gets sacked. It, it doesn't work. Uh, what have you? Um, that was a jailbreak, though. I know. It, you, I know. You could have been Michael Vick and probably not sure. escape that. Sure. No, I understand. I'm not. I'm not trying to blame you know. But but I guess that w- what I'm trying to say is fr- from Wentz there was a sense of urgency, right? You know You're what down. I thought he did best though, Chris. Yeah. What's the one thing we've talked about? An area of his shortcoming. Short passes. Yeah. He threw yeah. a lot of great short yeah. out route absolutely. stuff. You're right. That looked better. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and and far beyond the flip pass. Uh, in between the flip and, pass and then the 20-yard dart, uh, again, to Samuel on the outside the, of the hash. By the way, I'm not going to let you off the hook. It, uh-huh. it's, it's your guy from Arkansas. As you said, number 41. Yeah. Last name is Williams. Yeah. Can you come up with it? Uh, what the hell is his first name? It would not be, Justin Williams. No, not, you've got the right letter though. Uh, God, I am trying. Not Detroit's Jameson Williams. Oh God, I'm drawing. I, I, why am I drawing a blank? A complete just. There is zero. an all-pro defensive tackle with the same first name on the same team. Um, <laughs> you don't even know that guy. <laughs> why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> You're killing me here. I haven't had enough coffee. That would be Jonathan. Oh, 
Jonathan Williams. I knew it, and I was drawing a. Bl- I I was a complete mind-numbing zero. Yeah, that's that's just bad. That's just terrible. But look, um, I mean, he, look. I, I, clearly, Antonio Gibson got hurt in this game, mm-hmm. uh, so I think Williams is probably playing a bigger role going forward this week. Uh, we saw Milne returning kickoffs, and, and because right. Antonio disappeared, so that had to be because right. of injury, because right. uh, he didn't do anything in the game to to no. not uh, to to be benched or anything like that. So that had to be injury related. Maybe we'll get an update from well, Ron. Well, so. well, we 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 say that right, but I mean, did the fumble and very 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 fortunate bounce back to him mm. late in the Giants game have anything possibly to do with that? Well, if that's the case, then you'd have had Milne returning kickoffs from the get go instead that's of true. Antonio. That's so, true. That's true. I mean, so I don't think that had anything uh, to do with it. My, by the way, speaking of kickoff return, mm-hmm. all right, at Southern High, we had either kickoff return right, kickoff return left. We set up a wall on the left. So Lamont Crowner could run 100 yards with his 4-3 speed, or we did it right like we did against South River in our final game together as seniors in the mud, and Lamont sprinted 95 yards for a kickoff return for a touchdown because I was the last guy in the wall, so I know as I felt that breeze going by me. I would love to know, sit down with Nate Katzer and find out what their concept is on kickoff return and whether the, the return people botch it by just arbitrarily running up the field like Milne, I thought, did the other day. All of a sudden, he's on the right hash mark, and then, boom, he tries to cross all the way to the left. Except well, Pete, he can't return punts. There's what nobody makes think- over there. Right, but what makes us think he's going to return Gibson kicks? Gibson wasn't getting it out beyond the 20 either. Well, so I, well, well, what's but, the concept, Gibson, what's the concept of their kickoff be- return game? Yeah, Well, Gibson has done a much, much, much better job than anybody else had uh, all throughout the early part of the year, and certainly during preseason and camp, right? Yeah, but Gibson, Gibson has, has been... the chance to to bust it if I know, you give him a I concept. Know. I know of what to do. They don't look like there's a concept Pete, out there. Well, not only that, but you know, look, this team. We we all know that that we all know that things aren't perfect on in in that unit. Now, maybe I'm harder on them in that unit, but there's always constant penalties. Uh, on special teams, and then on top of that, think about this, right? You're 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 correctly bemoaning the lack of production in the punt return game, in the uh, devising of the scheme or the plan or what have you, in the kick return game. Maybe and there maybe is, and they just don't. The players don't execute. I, I was going to say maybe that's just a, a mind numbing mis- You know, that's just like I had I'd a mind numbing. I'd love to have five minutes with Nate Katz. Sure. Nate, show me what you're trying to accomplish. Well, so I can better understand what I'm looking at on Sundays trying to evaluate this. How about this? Okay, two things. Do you think Nate Katzer – and, again, this is why I don't blame coaching as much as most well, that, that, fans that's, what, that's why I'm trying to be fair to but, the coach here. Right, right. right. I'm but, trying but, to be fair but, to the coach But here. I'm trying to give you another example. With five and a half minutes left, after the Wentz touchdown to Samuel and the failed two-point conversion, do you think Nate Katzer coached up? Joey Sly to, uh, to, to to put out a fishing line and and and, and hook on the on the onside kick. I, I mean that was dreadful. That was dreadful. Not only not only was it dreadful in terms of the execution, but it was also and and, and this is where I want you to weigh in. We all know it was dreadful execution. Did you like that decision by Ron? Down ten. With about, what, five and a half minutes left to go in the game? Yeah, you got to get the ball twice. I, I have no problem with the decision. No problem okay. with the decision in that situation. You got to get the ball back twice in that time, even okay. if you burn your timeouts, 
trying to get it back a second time without any right. timeouts is going to be almost impossible. That's fair. That's fair. So, I, and I agree it wasn't a one-score game, but I was thinking when he did it at that spot but that give me maybe a chance. that was – Joey, give it – just jo- yeah. look, everybody try – look, the Washington is not the only team that has done this. I see it on the pro, college, and even the high school level. You get guys that sometimes try to get too daggone cute with this thing – and it doesn't even give their team a chance. Just give our team a chance. Kick the ball so it takes the big hop or right. kick it a little harder so it bounces off of somebody and it's hard to handle. Right. And just give our team a chance to, yep. to recover the ball. Don't, didn't don't try to ha- didn't get have a chance. Yeah, don't give don't try to get too cute. Don't try to be Ronaldo or Messi out there. Just just kick the ball ten yards. Give us a chance uh, to get the ball. Because look, onside kick recovery by the kicking team, the odds are so minuscule against you. As it is anyway, so just just kick it ten yards. I think only Give us a chance to get it. Onside kicks have been recovered. I believe was the number I heard on Saturday. Uh, uh, only three all year in the entire National yeah, I mean, Football League. You know, I this mean, isn't like what was it Atlanta against Dallas last year? Yeah, I think it was where right. you know the Cowboys just could not recover an on, or Atlanta couldn't recover an onside yes. kick, save yeah. their life against the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean. Uh, and, and 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 if you think about it, right now, because teams became so aggressive in the surprise onside kicks, I think staffs, coaches, both special teams and head coaches have had to pay more attention to the details yeah, but and had to practice Chris, that more. So six the minutes to go, of executing are right, even less. Six minutes to go in the second quarter is surprise onside right, kick. Right, right, Five minutes to go in the fourth no, I, quarter is not a surprise time for an onside kick. I, I would only argue that with five and a half minutes left, yes, down by ten, that you know most teams, most teams would probably kick away and try and get a three and out. That's most teams. I'm not. I don't have a major problem with what Ron did. At but some it was point, curious. they were going to have to kick an onside kick, Chris. Understood. You're going to have to kick an onside kick at, at some point. Understood. Um, all right. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. I do want to bring back the quarterback conversation from what Jay said with this. Uh, Scott Abraham just uh, 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 tweeted this out. I haven't checked my email yet. The team did announce on Wednesday that they will have an 11:50 a.m. practice. Okay, that's nothing new. Head coach Ron Rivera will be available following practice at the podium in the media annex. And then second dot, starting QB (laughs) will be available following practice at the podium. So they are clearly not saying Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz, which is uh, obviously by design, starting QB. The decision has been made. You would agree with me that, you know what, Chris? Here's the here's the thing. I think emotionally in that time over mm-hmm. the over the weekend is one thing. I do believe it gives Ron and the coaching staff, obviously Scott and Ken Zampezi, are probably the three guys involved in this thing. Sure, it does give them 48 more hours to really yeah. decide: are, are we are we you know are we making an emotional decision here, mm-hmm. or are we making the right football decision All here? Right, well, well, I then think the let more me ask time, you that. Look, the more time they take here, right. I think the more time they take here, the better. Because, look, with a potential new owner on the horizon, if you botched this thing here at the end where you had a chance to make the playoffs, you yeah. were in control of your fate, Yeah. okay, and you botched this, a new owner may come in and say, hey, thanks, yep. but no thanks. Yeah, you were 7-5 and five with two division games, and you lost. And, and well, I mean, you, you didn't get, lose them if, both, but if you, you get to both. the playoffs, If you get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. you can at least point to a new owner saying, right. hey, we went to the playoffs. Right. We matched the win total from that year. 
And then this year, despite issues at that quarterback position, sure. we exceeded it, and we've really enhanced our club in other areas. So in this offseason, we can again take a chance, you know, take a chance to reevaluate our quarterback spot. Because, dude, if they ever get that, if they ever get a guy consistently playing correct at that position, as I laid right. out and Jay has confirmed for us with the skill people they have. You're really talking about the ability of having an explosive football team. Well, here's the other reason why they should, and I believe will, go to Carson Wentz. And I believe the decision is already made, and I believe it's been made for a while. Uh, Ron was just aching for this opportunity, uh, as we've talked about consistently over and over and over again. Uh, And not that we're the only ones, but, I mean, we've been talking about this for months, or a month at least. It didn't matter about winning. Winning was just the public excuse that Ron had. Ron knew that he was getting back to Carson Wentz the first legitimate opportunity that he had. That's the truth, okay? That being said, I I think the decision has already been made. I I don't think they're going to go back to Taylor Heineke to start this Sunday against the Browns. The the, the question that you kind of sort of just brought up, in addition to which way they should go that we want to ask at 301-230-0980, for those of you that believe it is an open uh, discussion, it is an open situation, uh, and it may be. I may be completely wrong. This is just my belief. So, uh, again, I, I could be wrong. Won't be the first time, won't be the last time. Is this, does Ron say, hey, you know what, to a prospective new owner, Not only do I kind of need to make the playoffs because of all the scenarios that you just brought up, but don't I also need to validate Carson Wentz, the Carson Wentz experience, the Carson Wentz acquisition, the Carson Wentz train? Don't I need to validate that? And what better way can I validate that by winning at FedEx Field against Cleveland, against Dallas, making the playoffs, and getting the guy that we wanted – at quarterback, on a little bit of a heater and seeing if that makes the ultimate difference, seeing if that rejuvenates the team. Because now, they've, now they're they 0-2-1 in their last three. And let me tell you something. They were a hair, a whisker away from being 0-3-1. People forget what happened at the end of that Atlanta game. If De'Ron Payne doesn't get his mid up and deflect that ball, they lose that game. Could have lost lose to the that Giants. Game. Yeah, and 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 but, then and then what feels like what feels like two losses to the Giants, even though one only was a what was a loss. I, I, I mean, t- okay. So so again, do, does he look and say, okay, this is my best chance to win Sunday's game? One, is this my best chance to make the playoffs to score more than twenty points with? Again, the colossal amount of skill weapons that you correctly point out, the trio, even though, again, Logan Thomas is not right, even though Antonio Gibson is probably banged up, even though San Francisco stopped the run. You know what San Francisco really didn't stop a whole lot of the other day? The passing game. Correct. The passing game. No matter which quarterback, when Taylor Haneke had time to throw, and he did not, obviously, late in the third, early in the fourth, when he had time to throw, Taylor Heineke was throwing darts all over the place against a pretty good secondary. So Ron probably looks at this and says, this is my best chance to win this game Sunday against the Browns. Two, this is my best chance to make the playoffs. Three, for a prospective new owner, for a, uh, you, you know, maybe somebody who doesn't know much about football, this is my way to say, 
Aha. See? See? I, I went to the guy. He, he, he steadied the ship. He won a bunch of games unexpectedly, perhaps. We have a good backup situation. Doesn't matter that he's a free agent. We have a good backup situation, but this is the guy I chose. And this is, now, that all sounds great, Pete, until it fails. And if it fails. Well, right? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean what, what's the conversation two weeks from now if they win this Sunday and lose to the Cowboys and somehow via some weird, you know, situation don't make the playoffs? I, I'm, which is very possible, right? I mean, we know the only guaranteed way in is to win these last two games. So Ron can have this grand plan and all the things we just discussed and have it make sense and still come up empty. And then what? What do you do then? I mean, the stupid thing is they've beaten the top seed and should have beaten the number two seed in the NFC. That's the scary thing is they've shown you they can win games against the top two seeds in the daggone conference. So if they can just get there, give themselves a chance in a one-game situation, obviously, you know, being on the road uh, as a wild card like it's going to be, I mean, is there really anybody in the NFC playoff grid that, you know, scares them? Probably not. They probably feel like they can make plays against any of those clubs. So that that's that's the tough part about watching this team right now is you've seen them do that against the top two seeds in the conference. It, it, it makes you want more. It leaves you wanting more. And that's the correct feeling. Well, wh- that what is do, the what correct do I, feeling. What do I say all the time about even Taylor Heineke? Like, there's so much more to grab there. Like, everybody talks about Heineke and this weak-ass noodle arm and all this stuff. There's no doubt that his arm is not rocket strength. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, so on and so forth. We all know that. We know his size is a hindrance, but there's so much more to tap into. You can see it. Any dum-dum can see it that it's there. And it's the same thing with Carson Wentz. And these staffs are left going, how do I tap into not what the player doesn't have? How do I tap into what the player is not putting forward? Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. But I mean, right now, this team hasn't gone, you know, this team has now gone three games or four games in a row without getting over 20 points. Yeah. So, well, I, and I it's mean, pretty listen, obvious. That, it, it, it's, it's pretty obvious, yeah. man. When they get over 20, when they get over 20 outside of the Lions game, okay, outside of the Lions game, that's the only game they've lost when they score more than 20 points, Hoss. So, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, right, exactly. It. One game, yeah, one game. Uh, I mean, I mean, listen, that's the formula. Like everybody has said, and I know we're gonna break. Everybody has said the formula is to run the ball, control time of possession. Guess what? They didn't run the ball effectively on Saturday, but they controlled time of possession like thirty-three and a half minutes. Yeah, and they still gave up thirty-seven points. Well, that's because turnovers and short I know, fields, I know, uh, lead to disasters. I'm just, I'm just saying, like that's the that, that's the public formula. This the private in. formula. This the, just in. Uh-oh. George Kittle has caught another pass. Yeah. But but uh, um, what? Uh, yeah, yes, and that's he's into a the end zone for a touchdown. But what I'm saying is, the public formula is control the clock, run the ball, be effective, win, keep the de- blah 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 blah. That sounds great, but ultimately, the private formula or the real formula, not even the private formula, is to your point. You know what? It's okay. It's le- it's legal to score. Never mind more than 20 <laughs> points to score 23 points. If this team scored 23 points a game, right? What what, what are they on the year? Uh, bu- 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 um, uh, they are 
By in the way, of, can I tell you how many yeah. times the Eagles have scored over 20 points in a game this year? Uh, I would say 12. 13. Uh, I mean, guess mercy. how many games they've lost? Uh, one. Two. Uh, two now, right, right. Saturday, obviously being. I mean, and and that doesn't. And in their losses, count. they scored over twenty points: right. thirty-two, twenty-one to the Commanders, and forty, yeah. thirty-four to the Cowboys. And it doesn't necessarily like count as a true second loss because, again, they were with Minshew, even though there were a bunch of big plays in that game. How the good Commanders? Did, how good did he play, by the way? Yeah, no, I, absolutely. The Commanders are averaging nineteen points a game, right? Okay, the league average, which is way down, is twenty-two points a game. If they averaged, again, even the league average, the league average, and they are a field goal exactly short of that, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you multiply that out by uh, 15 games, that's, again, 45 less points. If they just averaged what the league average is, they'd be in the playoffs. They would erase three of their losses if yeah. they had 22 points yeah. in those games. They would have cl- maybe they would have clinched a playoff spot by now. All right, enough of it, us, it, you know. Enough of us. More of you right now. 301-230-0980. Your thoughts. We're halfway home on a Monday morning show. It's flying by. Heineke Wentz. Do you like what Ron did on Saturday? Looks like he made Heineke the scapegoat pulling him in game. What do you do? I know it's big boy football. And you sub for other people just like you can the quarterback, but that position tends to be subbed for a lot less for obvious reasons. Your thoughts on it next right here on the Team 980. It's streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's what Carson Wentz was saying on Saturday. Set me free, why don't you run? Let me go back in the game. I will throw touchdown passes and bombs to 17. 
Now we're unleashing a healthy one who no longer has a hamstring. He's beating defenses and doing that thing. Yeah, that's what you I like anything? coming up. You coming anything up. more? Uh, I could. I could keep going, but I'd okay. like to hear from the callers at some point okay. today. They're hard at work on the lines for you. Deep, deep phone lines right now, 301-230-0980. Only have one or two lines available to you right now. Want to get all of your opinions. Look, Russell, uh, we see him tweet a lot, but as a, a guest on the show, you know, our man Disco getting it done on the day after Christmas. What's up, Disco? Good good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, Pete and Rooster? Happy Disco. holidays to you. I see you out there, baby. I see you stirring the pot. Uh, I love it. Hey, I, I, I like my my guy. Disco is 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 a diehard, and he's positive. But he's a realist. He, he's also not afraid to throw in a barbed wire right into the. <laughs> I mean, shut. <laughs> love it. Love it. Hey man. Hey. So here's my thing. I think that um the decision to go to Carson was the right decision because ultimately what you have to weigh is this mobility versus the arm and the ability to push the ball down the field. I think that Taylor Heineke, um, and when we talk about mobility, I don't think he's used his mobility in his legs in the manner in which that he should and that what we thought. But when you look at the way that Carson could push the ball down the field, that gives us the best chance to win. It's like it's not about feelings right now. Who gives you the best chance to win? Now, let me say this. Carson doesn't nearly have have nearly the escapability that Taylor has, but with this offensive line, that's what you have to fix. But I'm I'm, I'm going to say this: I think that you have to score points. Carson Wentz, which was a which was impressive, was when he came in the game and it was the quick passing game. So the the NFL season, guys, and you know this looks so different from Week Four than it does in Week Seventeen. So if you go with the same philosophy to establish the run game, but defenses will know that Carson could kill you on a 75-yard bomb at any minute like he did with De'Ami Brown, and I forget what game that is. Is Carson Wentz prone to mistakes? Absolutely. Is, is uh, Taylor Heineke prone to mistakes? Absolutely. But I think you got to go to the guy that gives you the best chance to score points, and that's Carson Wentz. Disco, appreciate you, Hoss. I think it's a, a it's a valid opinion. I mean, we can sit there whether we agree or disagree, um, but right now the proof is in the pudding. If this team was to get to the NFL average, twenty two points, they'd erase three losses on their you know on their record right now. And as I said, Philadelphia, Philadelphia has been twenty or more thirteen times this year, thirteen. So that's that's significant let's go to jeff in vienna what's up jeff merry christmas pal hey day happy day after christmas to you um does it maybe it's just me doesn't it seem like whoever starts on sunday barring injury or some three turnover quarter is going to play all eight quarters the rest of the year uh that's a great question um and that's why i asked jay like if you go back to heineke i think Think the sh- I think the rope is really short. If you go back to Heineke, I think it's really short. 
if you go back, if you go back to Wentz, which is what I think they're going to do, I think it's a longer leash. But to me, if you're, if that's how you're operating, which Ron would never admit that, but if that's how you're thinking, then why would you go to Heineke? Meaning, yeah, if you, I, I, I don't you, know it as well. Does as, that make as sense? You guys do. Yeah, that makes I, sense, I, right? I yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing I'd, I'd bring up is I like Pete's comparison of the receiver trio. I pick the guy who gets the guy to those three receivers most consistently, and that would be it. Well, who is that? I mean, Wentz didn't get the ball enough to McLaurin, but he did do a hell of a job with Dotson, uh, Samuel, and to a lesser degree, Logan Thomas and Antonio Gibson. Um, Heineke obviously got majored in getting the ball uh, much more to McLaurin, but people kind of tend to forget, A, Wentz, um, you know, on on Saturday, what what, uh, what was the hookup to McLaurin, Pete? Uh, do you remember? Uh, before the Samuel touchdown, there was, or am I confusing that? Uh, maybe I'm confusing that. Um, but, but people tend to forget in the season opener against uh, Jacksonville that Wentz dialed up McLaurin for the game-winning or go-ahead. Or actually, I'm sorry, it wasn't the go-ahead. It was the... Uh, it was a huge touchdown. It, it wasn't the go-ahead touchdown. I shouldn't say that. No, but the one it, you're talking about—the bomb he threw down right, the right side, forty-nine yards, him. exactly. Uh, so, what, what, yeah, right. So, I, I mean, it's not like Wentz. It, Wentz isn't stupid, for God's sakes. He's not like, oh, let me throw to anybody but Terry McLaurin. I'm sure some of that was, hey, I maybe I have a different chemistry, a different rhythm, what have you, with Dotson and Samuel and Logan Thomas and so on and so forth. Maybe some of that was just where coverage is dictated. You know, that's the one thing we'll never, ever, ever know. And some of that right. maybe is emphasis, you know? Yeah. And a, a quick pointer on Cleveland, you, you do have to focus on the run game, but you got to have somebody who can cover Njoku, too. Uh, that guy will kill you. So... If, if they don't have good coverage on the tight end, that, that's going to be a problem. And I think it, it's going to be interesting if both the Commanders in Dallas and the Bengals and Ravens win on Sunday and Monday, the decision on what game is going to get flexed next week is going to become really interesting. Well, they, I, I didn't realize they could flex um, uh, this Sunday, meaning um, January 1st and Week 17, as late yeah. as they did. I, yeah. I thought that was only reserved for the final week, the final Sunday night game, but they flexed Pittsburgh-Baltimore into that spot instead of that dog uh, Chargers-Rams game, which, you know, yeah, good, the, good, good all, choice, but... All the games on the 8th either start at 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock. Well, they all say TBD as of now, to be right, honest with right. you. But well, well they, they, it, that's, that's normal. What I'm saying is I didn't realize they could wait as long as they did for this Sunday, this upcoming Sunday night to flip, to, to flex. You, you, well, that with, usually does not happen. Uh, I'll apologize to everybody in advance for by Saturday, you're going to be tired of hearing about the Bengals playing the Bills. But in, with the Bengals playing Monday night, that – next Sunday flex notice might not come until Tuesday morning. Yeah, I'd oh, be sh- and you know what though? I I would as as good a game as that's going to be, I, I don't know if they would flex a team Monday night that late. I mean, not impossible to do that, but I'm telling you, if they have a chance to flex Washington Dallas 
into a situation where Washington is playing for all its playoff marbles, I can guarantee you that's probably where they're going to go because we know what Washington and Dallas does to the TV eyeballs. It brings a lot and of them. That that would be my preference. I, I agree with you, Pete. Uh, I would much rather play, provided we beat the Bills, I'd much rather play the Ravens at 1 o'clock than play back-to-back Monday night games. Of course, so, that game could have uh, division. I mean, look, that could have division, you know, uh, the, the ramifications too uh, in that situation. That'll be an entertaining game. So, But I, I think there's no doubt Washington-Dallas brings the most eyeballs on Sunday. Jeff, appreciate the call. 301-230-0980. More of your calls next. Rooster tells us what's trending. All right, we are brought to you by the Purple Heart Foundation. Our veterans have given our country so much. Now you can give back. You can be the difference in a veteran's life. Donate today at purpleheartfoundation.org. Donating is easy, and your donation is tax deductible. That's purpleheartfoundation.org, honoring their sacrifice with our service. All right, so we've been talking about the commander. Still no decision from Ron Rivera. Could happen today before team meeting, apparently at 1 o'clock. Rivera scheduled to meet with the media at 1.30. It could happen as late as Wednesday morning. Uh, reports are speculating as to the timeline and obviously who it will be. If you missed who Jay Gruden's choice would be, Hit the Odyssey Rewind feature, Team 980, uh, and you can hear just that. Again, the Commanders players uh, are off from practice today. Ron Rivera going to meet with the media as they get set for the Cleveland Browns on New Year's Day at FedEx Field. Uh, You can uh, be, of course, with us all week as we lead you up to essentially a must-win game. Caps and Wizards both off tonight. And sad news, former D.C. United executive Kevin Payne, Hall of Famer, has passed away at the age of 69. And that's what's trending. One two three zero zero nine eighty. That's how you get to us. It's Heineke or Wentz coming up this week. Ron keeping that decision at least for the moment, close to the vest. Publicly, we may not find out till Wednesday. Which way do you think they should go? A lot of you on Saturday, despite the good performance by Heineke in the first half, were indeed clamoring for Ron to make that right. decision that he did. So, Chris, I think that's that's another interesting way the fan base was leaning. You could see. Seven out of every ten tweets were, you know, get somebody else in there. Ron eventually did that. The hopeful sign is, and I hope going forward, Wentz's accuracy on the short passes, which was something he has struggled with early in the season, if that is indeed who he's going to be going forward, it does give them a chance. Ultimately, the bigger question, Chris, will the offensive line give either quarterback a chance? Doesn't matter. You could have Tom Brady back yeah. there. It may not matter against good pass rushes, and this week you're likely to have your hands full with Miles Garrett. You know, here's the thing that I struggle with. Like, for the, there were a couple of sequences which led to the turnovers, clearly the one by Bosa lighting them up like a Christmas tree uh, in which he comes off the left edge, uh, and, and, and uh, I think he beat Bates and Lucas, or maybe it was just Bates, I can't remember now. Um, Pete, 
it's not like the offensive line was dreadful on Saturday. It's not like that's the number one reason why they lost. Now, a couple of big plays, a couple of big moments stand out, and the fact that they could not get the interior push in short yardage on the first and goal from the five and ultimately third and goal, fourth and goal from the one, and then on the fourth and one from the 37, like like the I guess what I'm saying is the offensive line was not good enough on Saturday. That is clear. But it's not like they were so dreadful that that was the clear reason why they lost that game. That was the clear reason why things fell apart. They Again, they weren't good enough. They were definitely a contributing factor. It's a major, major problem. If you think about it, right, again, this team, if their identity is run the ball and control the clock, well, guess what? You need to do better on the interior push than they did. I, I mean, you, it, it's all there is to it. Now, you're on center number four for the year or, or whatever it is, I guess, I guess Schweitzer technically started the year as center number two behind Chase Roulier. So I guess you're – but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. We all understand Trey Turner has not worked out sustainably. Uh, and we all know that Andrew Norwell has not been good enough. He has not been dominant enough by any stretch. That is going to be a major emphasis. Everybody wants to bench Charles Leno. I Go kick rocks. I mean, Charles Leno is not great. Nobody thinks he's great. Everyone recognizes he's allowed a couple of sacks in the last couple of weeks. Guess what? Like a corner, you're going to get beat at left tackle against Kayvon Thibodeau and against Bosa and against good pass rushes. And guess what? He's going to get beat again this week. And he's going to get beat the week after that, too. And he's going to get beat if they play in the playoffs. That happens. It's what you can't have happen is the totality, if you will, of mistakes or shortcomings that this offensive line has provided for this team to not take the next step, if that makes sense. No, I agree with you. Um, and that's No matter who the quarterback yeah, is. Let's get to Anthony here in Florida listening on the Odyssey app before the break at the top of the hour. What's up, Anthony? Hey, happy holidays. Same hey, to you, Anthony. sir. How are you? I think the bottom line is that – Heineke can't protect the ball enough, and he doesn't score enough points. That's basically what it comes down to. If somebody had told you that uh, Brock Purdy was a rookie and he had never played a game and you looked at him play, would you think that he was a a 10-year vet? Uh, you would certainly see – you would certainly think he's a guy that has played more than four football games at the NFL level. That's – See, that's when you contrast, contrast and compare between him and Heineke, you, at least I see a world of difference. I see decisiveness. I see someone that knows the offense. I see someone who gets the ball out, someone who's willing to use their legs versus Heineke. All Heineke wants to do is just back up to, to try to throw the ball. And as well, far as Wentz again, goes, how much how much of that is on Heineke versus how much of that is on what he's been told basically to do uh, to to counter the fact that he can't see over the line one and two to help try and protect himself when Wentz wasn't available as an option. You, we don't right, know but, that. But where, you know? where is it? Where is his pocket awareness? He. That's fair. From what I'm watching. 
from where I'm, what I'm watching, he doesn't try to escape until he can escape. Instead of anticipating what's coming up to get him, he's just going to sit in the pocket and hope somebody comes open. And by the time he tries to escape, it's too late. All of that is fair, except we don't know exactly, again, what he's been instructed to do, right? I I mean, this is where I'll kind of wonder, not blame, wonder if this is a coaching point. To your point, Anthony, if – if he's being told, hey, we do not want you breaking the pocket because, A, we don't have a qualified backup until last week, one, two, we don't want you taking shots where you're not protected and where the rules are different, uh, and 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 C, here's the other thing that nobody ever pays attention to, what if he's not the same accurate-wise or mechanics-wise on the run, on the move, eyes, shoulder, feet, knees, hip, all of that stuff, throwing slot, throwing motion. Those are the things that are impossible for the most part for us to figure out and pick apart and wonder and not know. So, again, there may be emphasis points. Listen, dude, you know, only pull it if you're absolutely sure. Only run and escape the pocket if you are absolutely sure. And maybe sometimes the message between absolutely sure and kind of sure is blurred. No and, doubt. you know, no that doubt. leads to this. All right, 301 Anthony, appreciate the call. Listening in on the Odyssey app, that's where you can take us with you everywhere you go as you're traveling around. A lot of folks doing a lot of uh, unorthodox traveling because kids being out of school and all that stuff. So if for some reason you're heading out of area and out of signal, take us with you everywhere you go on the Odyssey app. One thing, though, that is for certain, when you look at the top of the division right now, and Washington beat this Philadelphia team, ironically scoring 32 points in the process, Philadelphia at 13-2 and has scored 445 points. The Cowboys have only scored 11 points less than Philadelphia has. Washington, far and away, in the division the worst, at 285 points on the season. Yet, yet, Washington is only 10 points away defensively from having given up the least amount of points in the division. So if they score more, they're going to win more. Just points, and when you look at points for and points against alone, scoring points is a must and will be a must coming up over the last two games. Final hour of a fast Monday morning show coming your way next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 